0: My future uh, co-host of podcast that I'm going to be starting, me and Nick Ritchie. As soon as he, as soon as 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 the letter that I wrote him today, handwritten letter, uh, gets to him in the mail, Mm -hmm. um, it's good that you actually got me on today. Because after this, as soon as (laughs) me and Nick start, I don't think I'll be available. Uh, Just contractually, I don't think I'll be able to do. the podcast <laughs> other than the one me and Nick Richie are going to be doing so what <laughs> would well, so the what's like, the
1: podcast going to be called
0: uh i don't know yet i'm going to let nick decide um i call it i call him nick um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs>
1: Hello and welcome to the Brews and Bruins podcast, episode 50 of season 2. We are the Brews and Bruins podcast, a the Hockey Podcast Network podcast presented by Bruins Diehards, sponsored by DraftKings and Diehard Boston sports fans. Speaking of which, are you a Diehard Boston sports fan? Well, Brews and Bruins is sponsored by Diehard Boston sports fans. They have merchandise up for grabs, including a brand new black and gold till I'm dead and cold (laughs) t-shirt. Get yourself one today using promo code BRUISE at DieHardBostonSportsFans.com. That's code BRUISE at DieHardBostonSportsFans.com. We are also sponsored by DraftKings. Round two is no joke. This is where we separate the pretenders from the contenders. Get some skin in the game with DraftKings, the leader in one-day fantasy sports. They are offering free-to-play pools every day of the basketball playoffs offering players a free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes each day. I keep thinking that they're going to do hockey, but uh, check out some hockey things at DraftKings too. DraftKings free-to-play pools are easy to enter. Just download the DraftKings app, go to pools, and choose from a wide variety of free contests. Questions will range from which team will hit the most threes to which team will score first. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds. At your convenience down the top rated DraftKings app. Now using promo code THPN when you sign up to get your free shot at up to $10,000 in total prizes every day, every single day of the basketball playoffs. So do that head to DraftKings pools page to get your shot and uh, use promo code THPN eligibility restrictions apply. See draftkings.com for full t- for full details. Now that that's all wrapped up, we can get to the action. I am Drew Johnson. Cam and Chris have bailed on me. Uh, Now they're doing important things. Cam's working. Chris is traveling. So I got with me Mr. Court Lalone and Mr. Colin McDonald. Uh, Welcome to the show, guys. Uh, You guys want to introduce what you're drinking and a little bit about yourself for those who may not know.
2: Uh, I am drinking a uh, LaFroy quarter cast single malt. Is lay Scotch Whiskey It's uh, got a smoky aroma Smoky it Tastes like campfire uh, And I'm drinking it in a Glencairn glass So it gives it a more ooh, Just gives that nice little Smell coming out of there um, I am a, uh, a person Frequently that you'll see on the Bird app uh, Talking Bruins every now and then Formerly a Bruins Diehards uh, You know I, I like the bruins yeah they're pretty cool yeah they're all right i don't know I, I i don't got much to me i got i got a couple things behind me if you do if not you got a if you're... podcast don't you oh i do yeah i forgot all about that <laughs> thanks <laughs> <laughs> i have a podcast called three dads in a console with uh, mr waba plays and uh Pizell 569 on twitch uh, and we talk about uh, video games and uh, even cartoons, movies, and our kids, or anything anybody wants to talk about. We literally will talk about anything. We're going to be doing Bluey and review soon. What greatest greatest television television show on TV right now? What's it called? Bluey. It's cartoons on the Disney net. It's on the Disney Plus. Uh, season two drops tomorrow. It's phenomenal. I, honestly, it, it's wholesome fun. It's great. My daughter loves it. We have a great time watching it. Colin, you actually might like it. I'm telling you, it's got some jokes for adults in there. It's great. And there's no swearing. It's no sexual innuendos. It's just good.
0: Hmm. Doesn't sound like my kind of show.
2: (laughs) I think it is. I think, I think you need some wholesomeness in your life. I do. I really do. It's
1: absent. It's absent of everything that Colin loves.
2: Well, yeah. you know, well, he does. The fact that he hasn't been given any of this Bud Light stuff is almost embarrassing to Bud Light. If I was Colin, I would boycott Bud Light for the future.
0: That's what's going on right now. I am I right. am not I am oh. not consuming it.
2: I Oh, then
1: what are you drinking, Colin?
0: Uh, I actually don't know. Hold on. <laughs> it's not it's not a bad, it's a uh it's an IPA, Drew.
1: Ooh.
0: Um called the 87. No one can see this, but nice. that's what it looks like. It's got an owl on it. That's a... Uh, Night Shift.
1: Thank you, yeah. I always forget the name, but I always
2: recognize the logo. It's a nice can.
0: It, it, that's why I snagged it.
2: Oh, is that a new hat?
0: Um, I,
2: I think have not, like a month I'd and have, a half ago. Well, see, yeah, but I haven't seen you in like two and a half months.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I haven't actually seen you in a long time, so... yeah yeah, yep says boston on it i'm not a bruins fan i hate the bruins Um,
1: (laughs) my boy (laughs) so so by the playoff towel in the background there
0: yeah no i that's not mine um (laughs) i don't like (laughs) the team or anything like that
2: hold on Can i heard i could
0: drink so that's why i'm here i hate the bruins though i don't like them
2: i actually love the fact that you are a huge wild fan and a bruins fan yet your hat has Boston on it, but it's got the wild colors, so it's like you can you can pull yeah. off the mixture there. Well done.
0: Wait, hold on a second. I think you're seeing it wrong.
2: Oh there's the wild How
0: about that? Hey boys. Yeah. Um that's that's it. That's all I got, I think. I can't remember what I was hey, supposed to say.
2: Nice win last night.
0: Great win. Yeah, big No win. surprises here.
1: I want to address that, and now let's just segue into that. Let's hold the Bruins' talk because <laughs> <laughs> uh, Colin's notorious. I want to say second favorite team, but sometimes it seems like number one team, or at least tied with the bees. Um, that was a great game by the Wild, staying alive, forcing a game seven. Uh, what do you think of that game, Colin?
0: Well, first of all, it's the only team I like. I'm not. It's it is number one, and I don't like any of any of the other teams, especially the Bruins. Um, Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I unfortunately decided to throw a questionable amount of money on Kevin Fiala getting a three-point game, and he had two. So that that hurt pretty good. Um, They didn't even pull the goalie. At the end of the game. So that sucked. Um, But that win was nice. Cam Talbot. Cam Talbot's been unbelievable. Um, And Kevin Fiala finally got in the score sheet. Unfortunately, only twice. But that's okay. I'll take it. And now they're going to go to Vegas. And Flurry's going to turn into a pumpkin again. And that's what's going to happen.
2: So my question for you, Z, is if they beat Vegas, who do they play? Colorado. Oh wow. Well they done. They don't even go bro. home. Ooh, that's
0: they don't even go home. So the, if they win in Vegas, they're just gonna fly to Colorado.
2: That's Damn. like that's like suicide by fire. It's like, hey, you're gonna go against the two toughest teams possibly coming out of that. It's the West, right? Coming yeah. out of the West. You have to go through and you know what? If they beat those two teams, they deserve the Stanley Cup in my eyes. Just give it to them. Don't worry about it. Whoever they're playing, doesn't matter. They just beat for me Vegas and Colorado.
0: They're the only team that deserves it. Um but (laughs) it's interesting though because they like pounded the knights all year. Like I think they were like five, one and two, maybe can't remember, but they like they have no problem playing the knights, and then once they finally broke uh Flurry, then they were fine. But like they just couldn't beat him for a little bit. He was making some of the most outrageous fucking saves. I've ever seen in my life. And it was really annoying. Um, but yeah, not a prod, not a worry about those pigeons. And it's I, the wild, the only good team in the league.
2: I'm, I'm loving that series for the fact that you have a goalie and Mark Andre Fleury, where his team, you know, gave away draft picks just so people would, so Vegas would take them. Pittsburgh has Tristan. I can't stop a puck Jari, in that. And then Cam Talbot leaves Edmonton, goes to Vinnie, plays phenomenal, And Edmonton, their biggest problem, goaltending. Two teams like constantly trade their goaltender, trade their goaltender, trying to upgrade when they don't realize they've had good goaltending in the past. They just don't know how to use it.
0: It's interesting because I know like in the summer or whatever, I want to say Talbot was their first UFA signing. I think they signed like the first day of free agency or whatever. And everyone was like, what? are they doing like why him instead of anyone else but like you look at markstrom was the other one he went for six by six point whatever that didn't work very well but the the wild happened for three years like three seven five and then their backup is kakinin who's their goalie of the future and he's on like a one million dollar deal so like they're paying for less they have like a less than five million dollar cap at the goalie position and they have some of the best goaltending in the league and they have their defense, but they used, it's funny because they used their analytics to identify Talbot as a guy that they wanted because the, he's just where he is. Good is behind defenses. Exactly. Like the Minnesota wild. And I mean, Billy Garrett nailed it. So it's working out pretty well.
2: Yeah. Well, Talbot, obviously Edmonton, uh, as much as they have the best player in the world, they have the worst defense in the world as well. So well, Talbot was on uh,
0: Calgary last year, but he No, won I, I understand. Yeah,
2: but you know what? You look at Calgary. Where... He
0: almost won the Vesna that year in Edmonton. He played like no, I... seventy-one games.
2: <laughs> yeah, and they let him go. It's it, <laughs> Ridiculous! It, it, doesn't make, it, it doesn't make any sense. What those two teams in the West? Like, even when you look at Calgary, they they brought in Markstrom, and sometimes players have a fit on a team, right? You know, Markstrom was in Florida. Man, you know he played all right. He went to Vancouver and finally gets a finally has a career. Decides to chase the mighty dollar, which you understand. Everybody's got to do it. But then he goes to Calgary, and unfortunately, Calgary's defense is very active. But they're also not very active coming back the other way. So he's got no one protecting him. And Markstrom looked terrible this year in Calgary. He looked great in Vancouver. There's always those players that have fits. And Cam Talbot looks phenomenal. And like you were saying before, he fits that system.
0: Yeah. like Bill They, just, went they don't out and picked let those anything players. in. They don't like the their defense is insane, and they just let like you might you might finish the night with no over thirty shots on net or whatever, but legitimately nothing is from inside, so everything is on the perimeter, and he just tracks it really well. He he's been unbelievable. And uh, that's yeah,
1: that that's your uh, bi monthly wild report with uh, Colin McDonald. You'll get that again in two months from now. <laughs> that's it <just> as a bi monthly <laughs> report. It seems.
0: Uh, but what they're doing in the summer what they're doing. That they're yeah, just like, like what they're doing. Or
1: like like maybe we'll do like since since traveling will likely be more open and stuff, we can like travel to Minnesota and do a report like from the wilderness. Work for me. Bruise. I'll be there. Plus spoke Z and Court, you're automatically invited for by being here. Yeah,
2: as as long as uh I'm allowed out of my country. Uh, sure. That's true. But we don't I, know
1: when that will happen.
2: <laughs> my my first plan of attack will be to come to Boston in October. Oh, yeah. I've actually now I usually always come right after trade deadline in March when the snow's gone. So this would mm-hmm. be interesting, but uh that's the plan of attack. Come hopefully uh as long as the schedule permits a Thursday Saturday combo home and home with that Saturday matinee, Chef's Kiss game, and then I can just. Mm-hmm drink my face off and then still don't have to uh, get up too early and get my flight home the next day it's perfect you know yeah, a couple so. di- couple days at warrior a couple days at the garden no big deal pretty good but no, i'm work.
1: drinking a boom sauce from lord hobo if anyone was asking out there no one was asking i was uh, not I just asking. forgot to intro my drink um Anyway, let's move away from the Western Conference. <laughs> I don't know why
0: you'd want to do that. It's, it's the only good conference in Maine, So Well, just, we are
1: just, the just Bruins, and Bruins Podcast. So uh, Bruins got the Islanders in round two uh, kicking off on Saturday. Uh, Saturday at 8 p.m. is what I've seen. And uh, what are your guys' thoughts going into the series in terms of the Isles as a as an opponent, Uh like going into it, did you would you have preferred the Islanders or would you have rathered the Penguins as the
2: opponent? Um, I, I'll, I'll jump in. I a hundred percent would have preferred the Penguins and the lack of goaltending. Um, the thing about the Islanders is the the goaltending has been phenomenal, mm-hmm. uh, and the Islanders play a very similar system to Boston, where they clog up the middle and they don't they try and push everybody to the outside. So it's going to be an interesting series. Uh, we know we're going to hear a lot of the, oh, Matt Barzell, Mar- Matt Barzell. I don't really care. I, I truly believe that the Bruins could beat the Islanders or Pittsburgh. It wasn't more of a, hey, I prefer. It was more of a, I'd rather play the bad goalie. It's the playoffs. Goaltending is everything. Tuca's played fantastic. Uh, I wouldn't even have to worry even if Tuca went down. We'd have Swayman go in and see what it is. Mind you, it is the playoffs. But the Islanders do also have that fourth line with the Cut- Clutterbuck line. That can go out there be agitators. So I'm I'm hoping um, the Bruins line with uh, Corrali and co can can do the same. We'll see. But uh, this Bruins team is like a, a different team with Hull. I they just mm-hmm. I don't know what it is. They I know the guy's great, but uh, Krejci's come alive. It allows Krejci to pass the puck off as soon as he enters the zone, and then hall can play with the puck. You get Smitty going to the net. And they can generate offense. It, it allows other players to not have to uh, take care of other people. But the Islanders are a very good hockey club. Um, they got some weapons out there. And Matt Barzell, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't score a single goal last series. That's not going to last long. I don't think yeah. they're going to be uh, scoring three goals, four goals a game against the Boston Bruins. I expect two ones. I expect the same thing against that they had with Washington. I expect some overtimes. And I'm going to say Bruins and six. Hell yeah. Colin?
0: Yeah, I also wasn't really... I mean, I don't know. Would I have liked to have gone against Tristan Jari? Sure. But, like, I don't know. It's funny because you look at... First of all, you just watch those games. And then you go in and you look at, like, the stats afterwards. Like, there's no way Pittsburgh should have lost a single fucking game. Like, it's comical how bad... Pittsburgh outplayed them and legitimately was just let down by their goalie. Um but I mean at the same time, I guess that's what kinda of, kind of makes the Islanders dangerous, is they don't really need to have the bulk of the play to score or win. Um they just have four lines that play pretty similar. The thing with Barzal did not score a goal, he's been in a doghouse too. We got scratched at the end of the season. I know everyone only wanted to talk about Jake DeBrusque being scratched, but literally the same game, Barzal was scratched. Um, but we, we're not allowed to talk about that. Um, the thing with Barzal is, you see who his, his right winger is? It, his new right winger for this season is Leo Komarov. So I don't oh. know. So it's weird. They have like four lines and there's like a fourth liner on every single line. Like it's it's, it's a wild forward group um I'm not overly I'm pretty I'm very confident in the Bruins winning the series they should um we saw after the deadline they pretty much just pounded the Islanders after that um you know I mean last series in years past it's been if the first line's not scoring they're done and if the first line's not playing unbelievable they're done Now with the way the lines are constructed, you have that second line that can also be a first line. So this is the year where there's one or two games versus Washington, where the first line just can't really get a ton going, but they have the depth to actually cover for those guys. And then they're good for one or two or three games. The first line is just going out and dominating like they did um, in that last game versus Washington. But I, I, i also picking the Bruins. I want to say in six, but it's say, but just to be different, I'll say seven.
2: Hey, Follow-up question: So, obviously, we we expect the Bruins' top two lines to be difference makers. We saw flashes of the third line doing some fantastic <laughs> things. Like they are very good on the forecheck. They're they're causing havoc in front of the net. They're they're doing a lot of the good things. Do you see the third line being even more important in this series than even when it was against Washington? Uh,
1: I think so because the matchup's very different. The The Caps were a very different team than the Bruins are. And as you kind of said earlier, Court, there's more of a similar playing style between the Islanders and Bruins. Um, and so I think if you start – I mean, I think the Bruins are in a good place having that second line. If the first line gets shut down and vice versa, if the second line gets shut down, you have the first line to kind of carry you. But with a team that you're very evenly matched up against and have a similar playing style, depth scoring, especially in a longer series, which I expect this to go at least six, um, it, it, you really do need that that depth kind of clicking in there.
2: Um yeah <laughs> now but do you guys think the bruins besides the clutterbuck line um i, I expect leo kamarov to try and bait uh marshy I, I actually expect be that fun line. To watch. Be i expect really fun to watch. i expect them to try and get leo on the ice as much as possible so you might see different line uh combinations like they're gonna want leo on with marshan on there when they're playing i would assume when they're playing at home they want to get the agitation when they're in long island i would expect trots to try and do that um who do you expect besides that fourth line to be the agitators? The the, the guys that gonna go out there and hit and get get in the Bruins and play, I guess, you know, play Boston style hockey. Uh
0: I'm trying to figure out looking at their lines now, actually. I mean the, the way they play, all four lines are gonna do that. You know what I mean? Like even Barzal tries to like get shit going. Um I think their second line, like, Brock Nelson, he's always in the mix. Mm-hmm. Paul Mary is not afraid good. to mix it up. Um, and then
2: Beauvillier is going to be uh... –
0: Beauvillier is good. He put Crosby in a toaster last game and for much of the series, and I didn't know what to tell my family because I did not – I didn't know what to do with my hands. <laughs> I was sitting there like, what is – Anthony Beauvillier is toasting Crosby everywhere. And it led to two goals. I mean, well, that and – Mr. Tristan Jari, um, but yeah, I don't know. It's the Islanders. They're just such a weird fucking team. Like they're just so weird, and that's what like they, they're just annoying. Like they don't even need to be. Like yeah, they're totally out of the game just with how that's going in terms of just game flow. But then it's like oh, they're actually winning though two to one somehow, or it's just one nothing, and then they don't play sixty minutes. Like they'll play the same way um well, but i mean it, all four, it, but but all four lines do that like that's just how they play
2: interesting Oops. stat their coach their coach has won every single time in the playoffs in the first round hasn't lost 11 really yeah jesus now that's this will be another interesting factor you have butch versus barry like you got two very 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 good coaches going as each other and it it's going to be interesting the adjustments in the uh you know, you know, Butch does a lot of adjustments. A ton. He, he shakes oh, up the lines yeah. when it needs to be done. And Trotz isn't afraid. So I, I, expect this to be a pretty good chess match.
1: Yeah, definitely. Especially with these teams having kind of similar styles. With against Washington, Washington was a much bigger team and a much more physical team. And in the beginning of the series, that kind of shut the yeah. Bruins down a bit, especially in the breakout and the transition. Uh, but the Bruins then, you know, adapted and found a way around that. Um, and it's not that the, the caps are like a much tougher team. It was just the size and the fact that they were kind of relying more on their physical play um, to kind of make up for some lapses in their play. Uh, but the Bruins shot right back, even with like like Corrales, not like a huge guy, but he throws hits. And Chris Wagner does that fourth line really came. I, what was the total amount of hits they had? Because I think going into that last game, like Corrales had like 18 Wagner had like 16 hits. Not that hits is a really big stat, but it does show when it's in that, you know, that big of an amount well, that it is a factor.
2: I find it funny because the whole, when Washington won the cup, they were like, well, that's that's the answer. And St. Louis wins the cup. They're like, that's the answer. You got to go and get big bodies to go out there and hit. And the Caps did that in the first 10 minutes of game one. They went out there flying, hit, 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 hit. They were hitting everything that moves. Mm-hmm. And Boston loses that game in overtime, but then they win the next game in overtime. And and even... You know the the player said it, and Bush said it. he was like it was over to them. That team, the Boston, they're so experienced. They were like, "Well, we got this now." When they won that mm-hmm. second game in overtime, they felt they had this, yeah. and they were exposing the Washington Capitals. And there was a reason, Pierre. La- uh, sorry, Lafayette. La- La- he didn't play Jara. That was a scotch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely is. Um, he didn't play Jara because the Bruins were exposing him. They were exposing every single one of those guys, like. Tom Wilson, great hockey player, but you can't hit what you can't catch. And there was a lot of times where Wilson was just sucking air and just hitting boards because the Bruins were going by them. The best moment was when uh, Pasta hit Ovechkin,
1: and then Marshawn followed through with a <laughs> while Ovechkin was on his knees.
2: It's a great gift. But yeah, the the Boston Bruins are an experienced hockey club, and when they had to close it out against the Washington Capitals, they closed it out. Uh, it's it, interesting. It's it's something I'm looking at in this Leaf game that I'm watching right now. Um, Toronto doesn't close out the Montreal Canadiens tonight, they're in trouble they, regardless whether even if they do beat Montreal, it just shows they still can't close out a series, and that's important you need to be, momentum and goaltending is almost everything in the playoffs, if the guys feel good, like that Taylor Hall interview today, if any Boston Bruins fan read it it's like a rah-rah, should pump you up, just even reading that darn thing makes you want to run through a wall for Taylor Hall um, running through walls for Taylor Hall he likes rhymes, right? So I was trying to make one
1: there. If he does, we should have him on because literally at least 75% of our titles, podcast episode titles, rhyme. That's good point. I,
2: that's, my, that's my bid to get Taylor on.
0: That could be the key to the series.
2: He could be the key to the series. He has been. The fact that yeah. he's on the second line and if you're the... Before, as Colin was uh, mentioning before, when you play the Bruins, you just had to check one line. Now you got to check too. And that leaves the third line open. A guy, big, big Nick. He's going to get some big, big goals. We call him big fudge here. He's going to get some big goals, big fudge on the bruiser Bruins. Colin's going to be tweeting many a pitcher from the bench after that man scores.
0: I will be doing that. I always do that. My future, uh, co-host of podcast that I'm going to be starting me and Nick Ritchie. As soon as he, uh, since he, as soon as the letter that I wrote him today, handwritten letter, uh, gets to him in the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good that you actually got me on today, because after this, as soon as <laughs> me and Nick start, I don't think I'll be available. Uh, just contractually, I don't think I'll be able to do <laughs> the podcast other than the one me and Nick Ritchie are going to be doing. So, what would the, so What's good. the podcast going to be called? Uh I don't know yet. I'm gonna let Nick decide. Um I call him, I call him Nick. Um <laughs> He doesn't let me follow him on anything yet, but like we're we're good. Um Best Buds. That could be the name. Maybe it's just Best Buds Podcast. <laughs> Best Buds Pod. Me and Nicholas Rich Boy his who,
2: who would have thought, eh? Who who would have thought? Everybody loves Nick Ritchie. Last year at this time. Well, there's
0: the there's the uh, there's some people who are clinging to the no, he's actually still
2: bad. So uh, that that's fine. They can cling to a lot of things. They they, they they're, they're probably
1: <laughs> clinging to Tuka being bad. Can't win the big games.
0: Well, no, the, yeah. the, the Tuca hater people they like Nick Ritchie. They he's, Richie. You're, he's right. Gonna, You're right. Punching people. He's very good at punching. Hey, you know what?
2: The Tuker haters and the Tuker lovers, they're almost just as annoying right now. But hey, that's just me on Twitter.
0: It's it's annoying. That guy doesn't give a shit either. Like, he probably has no idea like what goes on on this
2: absolute hellscape. He would love to be on this podcast. He'd just have a drink and forget all his worries.
3: Sure would help
2: a lot.
1: What do you guys think of the... uh... The state of the defense right now. You have Kevin Miller go down and just going into the playoffs, besides McAvoy, Grizz, and Carlo, you're kind of reliant. Well, I guess Miller in that sense has a playoff experience uh, and you can kind of trust that. But you have a lot of guys there that haven't really seen little, if any, playoff action. Uh, you know, LaZon, Zaboral. I don't know how much experience Riley has having been on Ottawa in the playoffs. <laughs> i figured as much um how what confidence based on what you saw in the first round and now going into the second round how confident are you in this defense especially the depth right now especially and especially on top of that with miller out
0: um i'm still confident i mean connor clifton was one hell of a Pleasant surprise last Hell, year. Like, yeah. he was, he was awesome. Like Hell, he was really good yeah. on his offside, and then he went over to the right and played with Tenority in that last game. Um, I know by law you can only like one of Grizzlick or Jeremy Lozon. Um, I do like both. I don't know. if Now I'm yep. gonna have uh, the completely stranger on Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't give a fuck. Cause I'm sick. Um, but. <laughs> it's going to be interesting. The, lab, the lack of experience will, I think, in this series play way more of a factor. I think the Islanders, they're probably just as physical, to be honest, as a Washington. Um, but they are way smarter and way mm-hmm. better at it than Washington. Like Washington the, the second that they weren't winning games, when they were just throwing these massive hits, they were like, oh, shit, we actually still need to play hockey now. And they were not. Like, Nick Backstrom looked like the worst hockey player on the planet last series. He was so bad. I forgot he was on their team. Um, Yeah, he was not noticeable at all. So, But it's going to be interesting because when the Islanders were just beating the piss out of the Bruins all season long, like, a lot of it was they just could not get the fucking puck out. It took two, three tries, then they'd be an icing, then they'd lose the faceoff, and it was like, that'll be, I'll be curious to see how Riley handles that. I thought at the beginning of the series, he looked Totally overwhelmed. I mean, first playoffs against Washington—that's totally understandable too. Um, but I thought he grew, and I thought he by the end he was playing really well. So, I mean, I'm confident that the defense is going to be better and more prepared for the for the playoffs versus the Islanders, versus compared to how they were um, those first few games in the regular season. But it'll be interesting because, like, again, all four lines for the Islanders—they are going to be forechecking hard I mean that's Mm. part of the reason is on the first line with Barzal so it'll be interesting if they can just like one and done get the puck out I think they'll be fine but if they lose those battles and they lose the neutral zone then it'll be really interesting to see how they cope with that because that's what the Islanders want to do and that fourth line they play like 15 minutes a night so it'll be interesting but I'm more confident than I was a couple months ago that's for sure and I mean Grizz and McAvoy might be the best defensive pair right now. Like they are it's a joke. Like how insane they are. It they're unbelievable. So we'll see. But I'm more confident than I was a couple months ago. Yeah, I'm
2: I I'm even gonna be like, I'm more confident in this defense than I was last year's defense. And maybe even the year before's defense. Um mm-hmm. they have more mobility. Um, I know this will be sacrilegious to say, but um, I'm, I'm very glad Zdeno Char is not even in the third pair.
3: Mm-hmm. Um, no, same. Same. He, with he, looked,
2: he looked so slow in Washington. And, you know, a lot of people got really mad about this. And you know what? He he 100% was offered a contract, and he 100% left. So it is what it is. Uh, it worked out in the Bruins' favor. Even if Millsy doesn't come back uh, right away, it looks like Lozan's good to go. Uh, Lozan. the only thing that scares me about him is is, is penalty trouble. And that's just because he's young and he's being aggressive and he's Mm -hmm. a big guy and he hasn't been in the league a long time. So the refs aren't going to give him a lot of slack like they would other players. Uh, It's a learning thing. But when you were talking about getting pucks out, uh, a player that's actually been helping getting pucks up the ice has been Cliffy. Um, Mm -hmm. He's been very good at his, his, at his, his zone entries and making sure making that first pass. And, and you're right about O'Reilly. He he looked lost in the first two games. And it was more just gripping his stick a little too hard. And then by by three, game four, he just looked like he was when he first came to the Bruins. He was making making confidence confidence out there with his passes. And then you never have to worry. McAvoy's turned into probably, you know, 100% the best defenseman in this conference right now, bar none. Uh, one of the best defensemen in the league. And he's doing it at both ends of the ice. And it's allowing Grizz... To his defensive play to shine, a lot of people kept saying over and over and over again that Grizz is going to be the replacement for Torrey Krug. And you know what? Grizz is the replacement for Torrey Krug, and not because he played like Torrey Krug, it's because he's better than Torrey Krug overall. Tory Krug is one heck of an offensive defenseman, like phenomenal. Like there's there's no doubt in my mind about that. But top Grizz, ten in the
1: league in terms of offense, I'd say.
2: Grizz's two way play is so underrated. On what he can do off the puck. Not just with the puck. He sees plays. Like I know they took him off the power play. And it actually kind of worked. Throwing McAvoy back there. Um, Because I I truly don't think. Grizz is more better. I I don't know what it is about him. When he's on the power play. It almost looks like he has too much time. He actually to me. Plays better. When he has to make a split decision. And has less time to think about it. Because his instincts are good. And I used to be a guy like four years ago. I was like yeah trade him. If we can trade this guy and get some assets now, do it. I, now I'm the guy that's like, hey, I really hope it's a really tough decision, and I hope they, I hope they protect him in the expansion draft because he's just phenomenal out there, as Colin said. It's going to be one of the top pairs in the league for the next couple of years. Yeah, in terms of Cliffy, I'm
1: never going to pass up a chance to talk up Cliffy. He's been, he was really good in that series. Uh, you know, he he switched sides in that. Last game, and that's what he did in his college career. He played both sides. He was one of the better defensemen in the NCAA. Um, And it's interesting to see because he was like a star player uh, for Quinnipiac in in college. And now, like, he's doing the same things. He has the same skill set. But the NHL just translates to him being a third-pair defenseman. And I think he's a good third-pair defenseman. I think, you know, I don't know if his entire future is with Boston – I don't think he's going to be like a franchise player, but I think he is. You're going to find him on teams on that third pair, maybe even the second pair someday. Uh, I think he is definitely an NHL defenseman, and right now in the situation the Bruins are in, where you know that that bottom pair is kind of a revolving door in terms of who you can trust, who's healthy. Um, having Clifton there is really good, and the contract they signed him to was kind of like you're our seventh guy, uh, and he's proved to be reliable in that sense. Uh, In terms of he he's exceeded my expectations from the beginning of the season. If you want to go back and hear my take there, go for it. I was wrong. I was a little nervous about it. Uh, And, yeah, like you guys said, him and McAvoy have been really tough to beat, uh, potentially one of the best pairs right now in the playoffs. Um, And, yeah, so I am definitely feeling more confident. I'm going to be interested to see – you know, when Lazan returns, how that's going to go, like you said, court, a lot of penalties, but that a lot of that's due to inexperience. Um, But especially in the playoffs, you just got to worry about emotions getting to some of these younger players in terms of the intensity is way higher. There are going to be more mistakes like that. And if they seem to continue and become more costly, uh, then that's kind of when you got to turn to, a more veteran type of player, like a tenority, I suppose, even though, you know, he's not a rookie, at least. I don't even know his playoff experience. He
2: played well. I, 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 he's played good.
1: I just don't know if this is – this was that his first series, too? or I was,
2: I was in total shock on how well he played in the Washington series in that game. I thought I mean, he was going to be a weakness, for sure. I, I mean, you need size, you know. You need them tough guys. You need a guy
1: that fought Tom Wilson.
2: Yeah, well. I just, I just like that was the difference. Tom Wilson was (laughs) intimidating. I I just like Nick Ritchie punching Brendan Dillon the bitch in the face. Because Brendan Dillon, my new, what a a baby that guy is. He
0: stinks. He is bad when he's not playing with a really, but he's not playing with John Carlson. He is bad. Like he was God awful. I mean, the whole Capitals team was like they had. Maybe two or three players. I was like, that guy is playing well. And he was not one of them at all. Like, he was there. I, I want to say on three or four of the goals, it might have been the easiest zone entry I've ever seen a defenseman allow. Like, that fucking. Coyle walked him into another, like, I mean, it was hilarious when he put that on. Who was it, DeBrus? Yeah, Coyle, like, literally carried it through the neutral zone, walked Dylan into another galaxy, and then just put it on DeBrus tape out in front of the wraparound. But, like, Brennan Dylan was bad, and he's coming in and throwing, like, he's, he's not even the third man in some of these scrums. He's, like, the seventh Because
3: it takes
0: him so so goddamn long to get to the scrum because he's slow as hell and he can't skate. And he's just, like, punching everybody. Dude, what are you doing? Like, an idiot. Like, you just look like a moron. But he was was so bad. He was bad. He's tough. Nick Ritchie piss-pounded him a couple years ago. It was a very funny fight. Uh, But he was really bad. Just, like, 90% of the Capitals were in that series. Yeah, they the, I, the Islanders are going to be a lot better than that. Exactly, like somewhat similar, like somewhat similar. But then they've got guys like Beauvillier, Barzell, like they've got those guys who can be
2: speed, speed yeah, speed, speed.
0: speed, skill, game breakers. Like they have those but, dudes.
2: But it's funny that that's where I think a guy like McAvoy, obviously that pairing, I, they can go against that those guys any day of the week. But that's what Cliffy was doing. Cliffy was taking away speed from guys that had speed. He was able to get. Close those lanes and push people to the outside. He was doing a good job of it. Hack Kevin Miller was it was doing it some games, not every game, but he, you're he was doing it not some allowed, games. You're
0: not allowed to say anything nice about Kevin Miller. Oh, I can you, say. You nice can't. One. You're not allowed I, to.
2: I don't care. There's yeah, don't a reason. A fuck. I there's I a reason. A man, there's a reason I don't tweet that much anymore because I just I'm tired of the uh, the opinions that overpower with their with their expressions that are just just it's okay to say a guy had a good game. It's okay it's a lot
0: like the one thing that gets me going is like be like kevin miller can't even skate I'm like dude what are you talking like before he <laughs> got injured dude. one day it was like one of the only good things like he was he's a fucking good skater like it's he, he is good now he's sure now he's got, like half of a knee but like it's not like it's like dog he just got burned and he can't move look it up it's, like no he's fine like what are you talking about <laughs> Like i don't get that, it like i just don't true. get it
1: really tough for a hockey player who has a a leg injury that takes away your kind of well obviously not completely but it does take away from your skating ability you know if you
2: break an arm
1: or have some sort of upper body injury uh other than like a concussion or something like you come back from that and you're fine but with something like a leg injury that leg injuries always nag you i mean a lot of injuries do but especially leg injuries and when you're skating i don't know how many miles you know at that point when you're skating all over the ice uh you know that really wears you down and i mean skating is the most essential skill in hockey to have you could Um, you could say
0: that
2: well that but that's one of the things the bruins have the bruins have a lot of mobility back there now compared to what they have in the past
0: when they when they are breaking the puck out the way bruce wants them to and the way they should be breaking the puck out every fucking time it's just exit 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 no problem Mm -hmm. like it's smooth and then they're hitting the neutral zone with speed and that's another good like when they do that well and taylor hall's on the ice and -hmm. you feed him the puck in the neutral zone or david creachie or craig smith like it's legitimately it's seconds from behind tuca to getting it out on net but when they when it takes them more than two passes or even more than one pass to get out of their own zone or they just can't do it that's when they get themselves in trouble like Bruce has said so many times that we don't want more than one pass. We don't even want the D going D to D in their own zone. We want it. We want North South when we're in our own zone. That's what we want. We don't want to go sideways because that's just inviting pressure. Then we get the screwed. But like when they can't do it, it's bad. But when they're doing that, they're getting a scoring chance, like 75% of the time. But
2: we'll it's see if they can do that.
0: That's what, that's what, but that's what the Islanders do. They clog that neutral zone. Like it's yeah. miserable.
2: Well, it's, it's that's even if
0: you get the puck out,
2: we're, we're about to see two teams that play the same style of hockey go against each other. It's going to be, you know, it, it might even be the yawn fest in game one because the key, the teams are just going to be checking each other out for a first little bit. But I, I do think you're going to have the unsung heroes. Like that's what this series is going to be about. We're going to have our, our top two lines, but the Bruins are going to need playoff. Jake, he, as much as he was a absentee the whole regular season, I got to give it to him. He's been phenomenal in the playoffs. He's got speed. He's 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 skating both ways. There's no laxidaziel. He's not doing the, uh, the 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 windmill turns to come back up the ice. He's he's skating hard. So they're going to need a lot out of that third and fourth line because when they're in Long Island, you know, we all saw that building. It gets loud, and they're going to be checking the living daylights. Out of those top two lines,
0: number one also TD Garden. They'll be full. It will be full announced today. And number will you be two, there? Like...
1: ooh, so that's the thing. So my, oh, my dad day. and uncle are season ticket holders. Um, And so it's been difficult though with COVID. Like they haven't, they don't have their seats. They say if it goes to the third round, season ticket holders will have their seats. But right now, you just kind of have to like buy ahead is if no one has season tickets it's a free-for-all so apparently they locked down two games i don't know what two games they are but basically they just like purchase two games so it might be like they get game two and then they get game seven if it goes that far they didn't even know when they purchased um yeah, but i'm working saturday and i have a nice little Bruce and bruins road trip on monday um, so if we have those tickets, I wouldn't be able to go to those games. So I'm hoping for a longer series and maybe I'll get lucky that my uncle can't go. And my dad's like, yo, next man up. Let's go.
0: Bears and
2: Bruins road trip. Yeah, he's probably going uh, to Maine. Is, so is that, no, no, that, no, 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 I'm not going sure. to Maine. Is that that tweet um, you sent out and that
1: person replied? So, so no <laughs> so uh chris gear right now why he's not on is he's flying out here to mass uh he's visiting his family on uh, monday he has some free time we record on monday so me and cam are making a little voyage out to that man does family he doesn't have
2: family and... you're lying yeah <laughs>
1: right yeah he just he's just uh he's, he's an alien nomad. actually yeah. he doesn't nomad. have any parents that's right. um but yeah, so that's what I'll be doing. It's hard. I wouldn't be able to go anyway because both my dad and uncle are available on Monday. So I wouldn't be able to. But Saturday, it's like, do I just like call out sick and go to the Bruins game and just like not talk about going to the Bruins game on the podcast? Like that's like you, you 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 just did. Yeah, but I oh, you're right.
0: Well, I will yeah, cut it out. Cut it out. Okay.
1: My coworkers workers added add add that. And my coworkers, one of the bartenders likes the Bruins. So when the Bruins are playing and we're working, we're always talking or he's a server and bartender um he's listened to five minutes of the podcast he's like i caught five minutes of an episode it's like Were we that, that bad be, that you like that cut it be, off after the
0: ad reads that could be <laughs> the most disrespectful thing anyone's ever said to someone who has a podcast and yeah, he, I said, caught I,
1: he said i always drive in my commute five minutes from here like whatever and i was just like damn though bro like but did the, you so like B, the five B, minutes if of home, this far if you've made it this far be through this episode let me know um, and then my That's manager brutal. keeps saying, my manager keeps saying he'll uh, listen, but he's not a Bruins fan. I was like, you're not gonna, <laughs> you're not gonna enjoy it. Then. I, I
0: don't want anyone well, I know fan? listening to this podcast. That, <laughs> uh-huh. no, no is he a wild him. fan because i can make i can make this oh
1: i'll see could, yeah
2: we could, we he's not a
1: hockey play. fan he's not a hockey fan but that, he might be a Minnesota it, wild fan
2: it, it worked out for me on my last couple podcasts because everybody here in toronto are terrible hockey fans they like stuff that loses so no one wanted to listen to my podcast so i, I could i could blast it for their ears everybody else in the world to hear and not one person would be like yeah i checked out your podcast last week i never got to hear that once <laughs>
1: Uh, real quick, we're gonna go to like the hockey podcast network has something to say. A little internal promo on the other side. Nice, nice. Uh,
2: I th- do like that. Jersey. What do you that call jersey?
1: that when it's a sweatshirt jersey? What do you call it's it? It's not a sweat.
0: It's it's just that I have a sweatshirt
1: okay.
2: so, oh, is, on. Oh, this is nope. this is
0: authentic. This is a oh. yeah, this is a real. I got the fight strap. I'm, I gotta
2: start tying it. So Colin wears a hoodie every time I see him. So yeah, when I, 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 I when, come, well, the, when the I come when I when I when I come in October, he better come to Warrior and he better be wearing a hoodie and it better be the the humble Broncos one because I've seen it so many times and maybe just maybe we'll you know we'll see what's you know left Warriors Warrior. too
0: cold I'll probably have it on underneath another sweatshirt.
2: Warriors too cold, double layered for that Warrior. one. It's
0: not a it's not a warm sweatshirt.
2: Warriors not cold.
0: It I mean well, <laughs> it's pretty fucking cold. All right. Well, the ho- I was
1: there. <laughs> the Hockey Podcast Network has something to say. On the other end of that, we'll answer some listener questions.
2: Hello, hello, hockey fans. My name is Nick berlansky host of the Tip of the Iceberg Podcast here on the
0: Hockey Podcast Network. My co-host Nick Horwat and I talk all things
2: Pittsburgh Penguins, from top news to game analysis. Another unconventional hockey talk. We've got you covered. New episodes every Monday. Tune in at the com or wherever you get your podcast from. And let's go, pens.
1: So, if you want to listen to some losers, go over there. Uh, no, I'm kidding.
2: Hey. Pittsburgh Penguins advertising. Hey.
1: Every all I I will vouch for all the THPM podcast. Really good people. If you happen to be also a fan of the Penguins and want to listen to the recap of their first round series loss, go ahead and check out Tip of the Iceberg. But no, good guys over there. Man, um
0: and if you're a fan of the Minnesota Wild, uh, I was on the Soda Pod, Soda Pod. Uh, a couple weeks ago. So go check that out because it's better.
1: Yeah, I, I've been on the
3: Soda Seriously, Pod too.
0: Very really penguins. good guys. Over there.
1: If you're, you're a if you're aggressive. a
0: Penguins, if you're a you know, Penguins if, if fan, if you're you a video game, Kalen Addison, he's on the Wild now and yeah. he's elite. So go listen to Soda Pod; it's probably better. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. I don't know who the hell. Is. I don't. I, I didn't mean that.
2: Yeah, you're, you're
0: aggressive with this get Wild it.
2: thing. You're Very aggressive. Are they, the uh, the. Hey, soda if you pod, like video was... games, go listen to the Three Dads in the a Console. The Soda Pod. I was.
1: I was on at one point and good guys. We've been talking about having a crossover, so I'm really hoping for a wild Bruins uh Stanley Cup final. I am not. Oh, hold on, for hold on, that. hold on, hold on.
2: Colin, what do you do? Do you just have like do you create Oh, another... I, root, I
0: root for the wild.
2: Wow, dude. I don't think I could really talk to you.
0: I hate all of Bruins Twitter. So I Whoa whoa like... whoa, whoa all so, of uh, so Hold on hold
2: on. I... No 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 what, give me a sec. Ooh, that means All of Bruin's... All, of Bruins all of Bruins Twitter? Like you everyone are...
0: I well I figure it out. So I manipulated uh I have my own interpretation of Bruin's Twitter. Oh, okay, fair enough. Um I got out of that. I got out of worrying about you being a part of Bruin's Twitter, but I was like, Well, I'm for that I'm gonna consider you video game and dad Twitter.
1: Oh, good call. Thank you. You know there what I, I know.
0: mean? Yeah, no, I get
1: what, it. what am I then? Am I all of Bruin's Twitter? Yeah, you're
0: Bruin's Twitter, suck it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: No, you're,
0: I, not on I, you're just a friend you're just a friend you're not you, like, you know what i mean you yeah, right i love you
1: too i love you too colin i know you won't say it
0: but i love you yeah too. i'm tough as shit i won't say it i'm too tough <laughs> i'm too dope for that it's gordon bombay <laughs> i'm too um, dope for love man wait side note we were there was one thing that i wanted to chime in before uh go ahead. good good for fucking jake the holy shit like,
1: yes. Yes. That dude,
0: yeah. I get. He drives. He does drive me insane sometimes. But like some of the shit he gets, I'm like, and I know it's sacrilegious to say, but even like there were a couple times where like Bruce was saying shit, and I was like, I know you say it to him before, so like Jake Debrus isn't gonna hear this for the first time like through the media because you all like that's one thing that I love about Bruce. He's like anything I say to the media, it's not a surprise, which I I love about him, but like. He was like he's not working hard. And I was like, I feel like he's just fighting it. Like I I don't know. Like I don't like I the whole there's it's not it's less about Bruce saying that. It's then again the Bruins Twitter that I despise, taking like, Yeah, he's a fucking loser and he sucks and he's a little pansy and he won't fight and he blah 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 blah. It's what it turns into, which again that's not Bruce's fault, but like just some of the stuff he says, is was like, dude, like, you think that kid's not trying? Like, it's the, like, the, the, the word effort to me is, like, how many guys out there do you really think are putting zero effort in? Like, you, like, there's, it's pretty easy to spot when there, when it is happening. But, like, with him, he just was, like, he looked like he had less than zero confidence and that's what it just looked like to me i have also too. i've also like gone away from being the guy that's like look at this loser like i don't like doing that other than to players that i really don't like
1: well, That's why like, twitter that's why you hate that, yeah
0: exactly yeah brendan dylan <laughs> <laughs> loser wow. Uh, I just think he stinks. Um, <laughs> they shouldn't have given him a four-year deal, but anyways. Uh, Ed by the way, that's another guy Bruins fans wanted because he's big and strong. And he Bruins
2: sometimes fans sometimes, would have sometimes been, Bruins, fighting. Bruins fans would have been happy with the Washington Capitals, and even if they lost the first round, they're like, "Yeah, we went out in there, we banged, we hit people." But to go back to your well, Jake Dubrasz point, finding out more about the mental aspect on him makes more sense than any of all of this. And I feel Mm -hmm. terrible for him. And I guarantee you, when he came out about that, and it took a lot for him to even bring it up, I guarantee you, knowing Butch, Butch had another conversation with him, and it was a totally different conversation. And that's what I'm saying.
0: Like you know, Bruce is always good about talking to the guy. Like they all say that. Like like he, nothing comes to a surprise. Nothing comes as as a surprise to them when he's saying stuff. To meet like to the media. That's one reason the media loves him is because he's not gonna like he's not doing a Laviolette where he's like, um, yeah, what what line are you talking about? And they're talking like, how are you gonna contain the the perfection line? Oh god, I, I felt sick saying that. Um, it's the like, erection I, like, line. No. It's
1: the erection line. Yes, but they asked him the, the perfection
0: Bruce. line. He, they asked him like, what are you gonna do about the perfection? He's like, no. oh yeah, sorry. Who's that? I,
1: I wish they and asked then, him the yeah. erection
0: line. Let's see, what yeah, they should. He probably would have known. He probably would have known. You can keep
2: saying it, Drew. It doesn't make it true.
1: I don't uh, care. They're the erection line. I will make memes. I will shout it from the rooftops until Jack Edwards says it on air in
0: his final he, goodbye. There's not a whole lot of things he won't say on the air. It's true. So it's I, very I true. Some of the, that guy, by the way, if you guys want to go there, he, this season, has been fucking out of his mine it's like it's a pandemic dude i don't know what i think it's like it's probably i don't think they were traveling like i think they were doing they're one of the teams that was broadcasting from td garden when the Mm -hmm. team was away yeah
3: yeah, dude
0: like it is very noticeable when something happens and he's like i don't have words right now uh and then he just says something out fucking rageous. Dude, I forget which game it was in the playoffs. I think it was Grizzlick when he hit he goes, Hey Scores! Hey Scores! I'm like, dude, well, what? Well,
1: well we also Say we everything. also we have this gem. Smith grabs the ball!
0: Which is just... That's that's one of the exact ones I'm talking about. Have you you seen the video of him?
1: Yeah, yeah, and he's just like... like, ah! And and it it was perfect because there's a a screenshot of it, and Jack is like, you know, like aggressively pointed. Yeah, yeah, you did it. That's where I saw it. And then Brick is just like there staring at the television screen because he's like preparing to recap the play, but he's just like... It's just such a great moment in time. I Dude, wish I was of,
0: there. Speaking of Brick, one of my buddies I used to live with in, in Boston, he uh, his dad was drafted by the Oilers to uh, his job, basically. They were like, just so you know, like you're coming in, and you are the next Marty McSorley. He was like, okay, then. All right, that's what I'll do. But uh, apparently Brick is – Possibly the most Boston dude ever, where he's like, "Yeah, that guy sometimes will just like, the Bruins don't have a game and it's like a Sunday, he'll just go to Dunkin' Donuts and he'll grab a coffee and just sit down for hours, <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's just like sitting
0: there, drinking the coffee, shooting the shit with the locals, he's just hanging out." Which is <laughs> just, just picturing him like commentating what's going on outside, drinking a black coffee, <laughs> and then going up and getting a, a just reloading. And just having him sit there for like four hours just talking to the townies is yeah, that my guy favorite that guy, thing ever.
1: That guy crossing the street, uh, tripped over his own leg. And that shows a lack in confidence of being in uh being in public.
0: Or you can go pull <laughs> Kelly Rudy when uh what's Vanacek tore or whatever pulled whatever. And, he, and Kelly Rudy's like, That fucking guy's unprepared as a goalie, he let his team down. I'm like What did you just? He pulled the. (laughs) He pulled something. Just going over. He's like, and he let in the goal. (laughs) Oh my god! Leave that poor kid alone. It's His first playoff game, and he pulled something. And you're gonna say he wasn't prepared. He wasn't stretching. That's what he said. He like, I just wasn't stretching. I'm like, I feel like he probably did stretch. I feel like he probably did that. But no, what a what a loser for not being prepared. Kelly Rudy, good call, dude.
1: Uh. Let's transition to some listener questions. We got four of them. Natural uh,
0: transition.
1: First <laughs> off, from my... Yeah, very natural transition. First off, Michael Radigan at Mikey Rads says, who's the most handsome Isles guest you guys have ever had on? That would be him. He is the only Isles guest we've ever had on. Uh, so he's also the most ugly. Um, number two, is Marshawn going to lick Komarov again? What do you guys think? No. No, would kill
0: him. He would not ever be invited over to Butch's house for steaks in the summer because that's when they talked about it. They had a sit down with the wives and fucking Butch's wife was like, you got to stop licking people. You got to stop doing that, which is very funny. Like the kids are playing outside. They're having steaks. and They talked about it licking people <laughs> and his wife was carving them. That's from the Athletic. That's not an insight. That's that's not unavailable for people to find out. That is a well. It is. Pluto, unless Pluto you pay a subscription story, to the Athletic, which is like ten. They're down to like ten cents a year. Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, I read that story. I was just crying, laughing, picturing Butch's wife being like, "Dude, you gotta stop fucking looking, people. That's so weird. Like, you gotta, like, what are you? Gonna, what are you doing,
2: Julie? Julie?
0: Yeah. Told told Marsha, hey." Quit putting your tongue on other hockey players, all right? Like, you gotta stop doing that. Hey, l- l- let's
2: l- let's be real. Since all those shenanigans, he's become one of the best players in the league.
1: Yeah, well, he did that thing in the uh, first round series with, with like
2: tickling, tickling guys' ears with a stick or whatever.
1: Which first time around it went both like the call went both ways, um, and then the second time around he got a minor and he didn't do it again. Which thank. Fucking god, he learned his lesson.
2: Yeah, but didn't Bergeron uh, rip pretty, him a new butthole? I that's, I'm that's, sure that's, that's, I'm that's sure
1: he did. I'm sure he did. He did, did it Ber- during
0: an admission. He was like, dude, stop. Yeah. And then yeah. I think Marchon scored the overtime winner.
2: I love that pasta conversation when Pastor was like, me and Marcy were going at each other on the bench and Bergeron that's just so like funny. Bergeron total does the dad on him and just like, shut up, you two. Just shut up. Like, They're
0: going I'm, back and forth, yelling at each other, and Bergeron literally goes, Enough! And they like, <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> sorry, Dad. Patrice Bird run's perfect. I fucking love that guy. That goal he scored was so nasty in game he, five. He's been Dude. on he's
2: a man on a mission right now.
1: And yeah, <gasps> is the captain too, leading by example?
0: Just that guy's fucking awesome, man. Like
2: it, God, it's man. almost
1: like he wants to win the cup and knows like what you needed to do to do it.
0: You know? You could say, you could say that it,
1: it's almost like he has experience
0: some would say he's done it before
1: yeah maybe like uh next question uh who do you think will go to go to seattle well it says go for seattle oh by the way the first one the first one was by uh you so Ka- i can't pronounce your name bro at j-u-p-s-u-h Jupsa. sorry i can't pronounce it it, 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 it looks like scandinavian huso cocky and it reminds me of uh vacanine and Mm. But, yeah, uh, that was the first question. Next one, it was from Alex Voyer. Who do you think will go for Seattle? I assume to Seattle. Did Um, I write that? Because I have the worst grammar in the world.
2: What do you guys think
1: at this point? Because I don't even fully know what the Cliffy hockey or who they have to protect, who they don't, how many they get to protect.
2: Trent Frederick or Cliffy hockey. That's my guess because I truly believe they probably, unless they do what Dom was talking to me and Colin about, they can do this sneaky thing with Nick Ritchie and they don't qualify him. He becomes a UFA. And yeah. to be totally honest with you, I think they will do that because that makes sense. Then they don't have to protect him and they can still sign him. Guys want to be back. They don't have to protect Krejci. They don't have to protect Taylor Hall. They don't have to protect Tukarask Rask. They're in a good position. Um, The Dom was explaining to me and Colin that defense is what Bruins might not lose based on what's out there. Like Minnesota is in a pickle. Uh, they got to figure out what they're going to do to who they're going to protect, but there's a lot of quality defensemen out there. But if they're going to take a defenseman from the Bruins, I, I was saying Lowe's on so many times, but I almost it's, think yeah. it, it, it's either. Yeah. It's probably Lowe's on outside chance. Cliffy hockey outside. I chance.
0: Think it's Clifford.
2: You think it's Cliffy yeah, Hockey. They
0: lose the defense, but I think it's...
2: Yeah, oh. So because he's just played so well. Mm-hmm. And you already said it, Drew. He could be a second pair. And I saw that twinkle in in Colin's eye when you said it. He could be a second pair in Seattle. And he can move the puck. He can go quick. Fans would like him. And he doesn't cost a lot of money. But if you look at... He's on a Seattle, really good and, deal right now. He's got and he got two
0: more years at $1 million. And
2: yeah. if you're Seattle and... That's what's available. You're probably going to take a, a defenseman from the Bruins and you're just going to take the best player available. And if you can make moves after, you make moves after. If you have too many defense. To having too many defense is not a big well, that's deal. That's
1: exactly what Vegas did. They loaded up on defense and because they knew def- Vegas, <laughs> was it, defense was in Vegas,
0: season. <laughs> Vegas literally bent everybody over a barrel like without even trying. So like this time around, people have said it before. Well, actually, let me... Before this season, everyone's learned their lesson from Vegas expansion. They're not going to make deals to keep players. False. That is not... It will 100% happen again. It will just happen to a lesser extent. It's There will be teams making deals because every fucking team falls in love with their players. They don't want to lose any of them. Bottom line is every team's going to lose one good player. You can't trick yourself into giving away assets because you are just obsessed with whoever like you can't do that they're only going to get one unless you let them take more so you have to let them take one good player off your roster and i think it'll be clifton i also was like court i would have said if Lozan had stayed healthy um and i know everyone's saying oh he was terrible this season which he wasn't um yeah whatever who cares Um, he wasn't
2: terrible Is what i'm saying no
0: that's what i mean that yeah um I would have said Lozon. Um, yes, he makes a ton of d- mistakes. I'll take his mistakes at a kid or from a kid who's, what, 23? I'll take those mistakes all day for a kid who's played less than 100 games in the National Hockey League. I'll take his mistakes because that kid fucking plays hard. He's cheap. He's got another good deal. He's got another year at less than $900,000. Um, and he's played big minutes. He put, fuck, he plays hard. Is he right now a third-pair defenseman? Yes, 100%. He was okay with McAvoy, but they were getting a lot of shitty assignments. So I don't know. Um, but I do think it's Clifton. He's got two more years, one million. He was good in the twenty nineteen playoffs, and he has been unbelievable just being called in in these playoffs. So if you're Seattle, I don't know how you don't jump at that when he's got two years of one million. Um, so if they take a defenseman from the Bruins, I think it'll be I think it'll be Clifton. I am I'm afraid. afraid
2: and it's funny cuz when they if they do take him people are going to be like whew, we, we that was great you know what it is a loss yeah it is
1: i'm a, i'm afraid they'll take cliffy cuz i think well first of all my f- fandom of his is known far and wide uh big cliffy guy um no bias at all having gone to the same school but I had about. no
2: clue. Yeah, I had the no funny
1: clue. thing is I hated my entire experience at that. Well, not
0: the entire thing, but
1: I hated really? a lot about being at that school. But I really? I like. Yeah, it's why I transferred. Um, I didn't, I didn't even
0: know you transferred.
1: Oh, OK. Yeah, I just graduated from Salem State. Just graduated. Uh, oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I might be grad school
1: there. Fun fact. Bachelor. bachelor, it, it, bachelor yeah. Dude, his bachelor's uncle already, in science. His uncle already yeah, graduated him. Bachelors in science and media and communications. I don't know how that like falls under the school of science there, but it does apparently. Um, By the way, but,
0: sorry. Before you move on to the next question, unless you're going to keep going, sorry. I thought you were. I was going to go
1: just more on Clifton. Yeah, um, go ahead. Uh, with Cliffy, yeah, he, that is a loss because especially the state the Bruins defense is in. I think Cliffy going into next year locks down a spot on that third pair. Um, you know, I think you see more of Lazan and Zaborol and stuff, but I think I think Cliffy does have a role, especially because he plays both sides. Um yeah. that, that's absolutely huge for just a player wanting to hold down a spot in the league. If you are versatile like that and can play both sides, that's that, that's really big. Uh I think I'm lagging here, but oh, I wasn't. Um I'm just boring.
0: <clears throat> I'm just boring.
1: Oh, you were pouring, and then Court was just, like, looking off into the distance. No, no, I, like I uh, was watching was... the Leafs
2: lose. <laughs> I, I, honestly, I am. Um, With a smile on my face. Yeah,
1: I, I'm really afraid it will be Cliffy, but I do understand, like, if it is a defenseman, it should be Cliffy from a Seattle standpoint, in which case Seattle becomes one of my favorite teams because I'm going to follow Clifton. Um, um, what do you yeah, want to can... add, Colin, before the final fan question well,
0: first of all yeah clifton i do think is a it, it, of course it, it's a loss i do think in the grand scheme of things again you have to look at it are you willing to give up draft picks in order to keep connor clifton to get them to take whoever you're nope. okay with them taking no you know what i mean but i, I again clifton has been really good in the playoffs. but a, regular season when he was playing on the left side it was bad like he was like it wasn't good and it i mean it also wasn't fair to him because like dude like yeah i don't the last time he played on the left side was in college, so it wasn't going to be awesome. But he was a stud there uh, when he needed to be uh, in the playoffs. But Connor Clifton is the most confusing hockey player I've ever watched in my life. <laughs> like, I feel pretty comfortable. Like, if a fan of another team's like, hey, like, explain Player X's game from the Bruins. Like, okay, yeah, I could do it. Connor Clifton, I, I, I don't know. I just can't figure it out. And I've come to the like where I've landed on describing Connor Clifton as a hockey player is uh, the that term uh, reckless abandon. No one knows what it means other than psychotic. He just is just flying a thousand miles an hour. Can he stick handle? No clue. I don't know. Maybe he chooses not to. He, He likes to like push the puck. Hit someone, somehow get it back, and just keep going. And that's like what he does. <laughs> and it is very funny to watch, wildly entertaining. He's like, yeah. there's
1: no one on the ice. He's a pinball. Just, like, pause through it's
0: fascinating. It's legit. Like, I just it's... watched, like, what does he, like, I actually, you know what? He probably it... is one of those guys that's not thinking. It, it's it's he's like. He's also very funny, mic'd up, by the way. One of the funniest human beings mic'd up ever. Like, he is almost as funny as Nick Ritchie. I like it's
1: he's like an average size guy, but it's as if he thinks he's bigger. It's as if he thinks he's like a like six four, six five, but in reality he's what
0: like six feet.
2: There's nothing wrong with people.
0: He is never not moving Uh, thirty miles an hour when he's on the ice. He is just (laughs) like he's going up and down like holy fuck, what is he doing? I have no idea. He might be a forward. I don't know. He could be. He could be a fourth line right wing and a really good one, probably. I have no idea.
2: Maybe you should uh, dress for like... Can we just edit out something? the only... We just take a clip it just from Colin saying, I have no idea. And that could just be like... The That's, a cold That's, so. I have That's no the cold open. I have no well, idea. I, have no, I idea. have no
0: idea. Fuck it. Connor Clifton, fascinating guy. Low-key, low-key, one of the funniest mic'd up uh, moments from behind the B or whatever was that game versus the Capitol. They had him mic'd up. The whole time, he's just being an idiot. He's like, I'm going to skate. I'm gonna get my skates. I'm gonna skate. The, what are you? Who are you talking to? But like, uh, Wilson ran someone. Oh no, he, he ran Clifton, and he was like, "What the fuck?" And then it clips to him after, and he's just sitting on the bench with his arm up. He's just like looking at Wilson. Wilson goes, "Oh, what? We can't hit." <laughs> Clifton goes, "Oh, well, I guess four and a half seconds is the limit, isn't it?" <laughs> You're like someone goes, "What?" <laughs> and it, it had me in tears. He's just like this super weird kid and he's just skating a million miles an hour, saying the dumbest shit and like hitting people. Like it's just very entertaining. But he uh low key has been sick in the playoffs. Both playoffs he's played in. Actually I guess he played last year too and he had that bomb against Carolina.
1: He was good last uh, last postseason too. Yeah. Never the, forget that whole team was
2: bad. Connor Clifton
1: the Connor Clifton, future Conn Smythe winner as a third pair defenseman.
2: Okay, Could here's be. a question for you guys. Could be if the Bruins won the Stanley Cup right now, like if just just based on the first series, who's their Conn Smythe?
1: Patrice Bergeron, or Brad Marchand? But I feel like Patrice Bergeron, just because there's like some there's a lot of romance and emotion in hockey, and it's like gonna sway people to say Bergeron deserves it. Bergeron's deserved it forever. But uh, right now, I, wife, I guess Marchand's but... been more clutch.
0: Charlie, of Charlie, Charlie, Mc, Charlie McAvoy.
2: Yeah. Or a there's, one. there's
0: one. Second on the team in scoring. He's playing 28 minutes a night. He's playing like three minutes on the PK because they legitimately don't know how to not take penalties. He's now quarter. He's like quarterbacking this new, the new power play. The new setup is really fun. We yeah. got David, David Posh on his offside and you'll have like, I think it's interesting. I want like, I felt like part of the problem with the old power play when they tried to have McAvoy quarterbacking it is like, at one point I was like, I just don't think he can play when he's trying to, when he needs to slow the game down. I don't think he's, I don't think that's his forte. Like, it's like, if he has too much time, you were talking about Grizzly. Like, if he's trying to feed Pasternak like Krug was for one-timers, like, I just don't, like, standing still, I just, for me, it seemed like he needed to be moving. I don't know what it was, but it was just interesting. But this new power play setup that they're going for has been more effective. But I, but whatever. Bottom line, I I would do Charlie McAvoy.
1: You so would Michael, do Matt, Charlie McAvoy. I, I would. He, that's definitely. a cold
0: open right there.
1: <laughs>
0: that might Jeez. that might be. A I would do
1: Charlie McAvoy. Ah, <laughs> uh, very nice. No
0: very nice. comment. I plead the fifth.
1: All right, we'll move on to the next uh, or the the final the next and final listener question from Eric Curtin at Astral Archmage Archmage. We got that. Do, capital D O, do you think the Isles/Bruins slash having their shots will affect the games? I assume shots means uh vaccine. Alcohol, no, but the uh the uh COVID vaccine. Um have they even gotten all of theirs yes. and okay so then no because it, at least in my experience i know this isn't everyone's experience but i felt no, they, sick as a dog the day after i had yeah. fatigue the next day and then i was completely fine so the, unless they have some sort of long haul
2: fatigue i'm not worried at all if you go back to the end of the regular season they had their shots and then they had that stinker like the next day or whatever like Buffalo. 2 days later. Yeah, yeah, the, the stinker. They had their shots. Oh, how long had, ago did they get them? No, no, no. So they the the second shots, I think the last time Butch was saying it, he said we we should be 85% by by Saturday. So I would assume this week off they all got the rest of their shots. They, they, they
0: didn't they didn't all get them at the same time. Correct. No, no, y- oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So of age I, group, right? I, if I understood correctly just asking some people questions about it that game where they were like the worst hockey team that's ever been assembled versus buffalo and they still almost came back down fucking for one uh i believe a couple of them had got the second shot like there which was fascinating but they 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 were so bad
3: mm-hmm.
0: um i but know they younger. weren't they, they weren't at 85 percent at the end of the first round, but I believe in the past couple of days, most of them have got the second shot. So they should be totally fine.
2: Correct. Yeah. Cause that's push cause you got to remember the guys that had tested positive uh, and that would include Jake DeBrosque. They wouldn't have been able to get the shot with everybody else. They would have had to wait because there's right. an incubation period. And then you also mm-hmm. have the, then you also have the younger guys that didn't qualify for the shot, right? They were doing yeah. it. Pro- they, they went by the rules of the state. So if the player didn't qualify to get the shot, then they weren't going to go with the shot. So um, I know the coaching staff, they all got theirs first. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then any guy um, that would be considered, uh, you know, at, at risk, and the- we all know that would be Stephen Camford. There's a reason he yeah. didn't go. I am I don't know what his medical reason is, but it's obviously a good one. Um, so he would have got his shot. Uh, and then you would have had the 30-plus guys already got their shot. And so, yeah, I think that 80 85% of the team, it would have been like the young guys and then just the guys that had tested positive throughout the season. Because I believe it's three months after testing positive. You can't get the shot. I believe. Really? Yeah, I believe uh, it's three months. I believe. Maybe that's what they're saying here. Like you gotta wait a three month incubation period think. I think, I think might in America depends on what
0: shot you're getting, to be honest with you. I, I it think might depend. I
1: think in the United States they're just like, please get your shot if you want to. We're trying to convince as many people as we hey. can to just want to. So credit
0: <laughs> credit to the state of Massachusetts,
2: kid. Hell yeah. What dude, what percent I, dude, are we now? I don't know, but You're one of the best in the country. Yeah. You and you know who else? Maine. Maine is the best. Maine.
0: Yeah, there was Maine. like uh like two weeks ago, I think it was. It was like seventy percent of the state had at least got the first shot. So that's why they're opening up. That dude, we haven't even talked about that yet. Well, we're still in
2: lockdown. We're still in lockdown here. Yeah, I know. I'm
0: sorry. This is awkward. Uh, Feel free to mute us for a second. Uh, TD Garden.
3: Fuck
0: you. The fact they're full. This could be the closest we've had a TD Garden crowd being as rowdy as it was. Pre-20 game five,
2: game five, game, game five was Rowdy, Charter. yeah. Charter. That game five that game five was Rowdy, that was there. yeah. But
0: even really then, true, dude, I, I, I believe,
2: believe Drew, I believe we drank before that game, so yeah, I know you, against right. I think St. Louis. Drew's, Drew's, yeah, body, I was Drew's we did? body
0: was there, yeah, Drew's body, t- see, yeah, yeah, Drew, you, Drew you, your body you, was
2: there, you, you were
1: there, that's right, you were there, you took yeah, a picture
2: of me being interviewed on TV, yeah, obviously. Wow. Yeah. Yeah i have a picture on my phone from
0: from what from what i've heard drew you were on you were not came on another
2: no that's a different game game. that's a different
1: game that's a game i didn't even that was the year that was that year though it was that year but i didn't even go to the game i sat in the bar and watched uh rest in peace in the forest by the way court my dad just mentioned the other day he was like, were are we gonna go to a game with like dad. or like meet Court and his father like before a game? And that I was like, Yeah,
2: he was like, uh, so we're we doing that next season. So are we doing that next season? So I'm gonna go up in October, and then my dad wants to go back. So he were originally supposed to go for his 70th birthday, and we were gonna go visit family in Boston. Um, and uh and we are gonna go do that. My dad wants to go to Boston, and he wants to go see uh his cousin, and uh oh, yeah. we'll, we'll uh We'll go. We'll go to a game. We'll, we'll rip it up. Um, I'm sure uh, when I when I go with him, and it'll be uh, red carpet too. Whatever. Just let me know because I'll claim those bang, tickets. Not
0: a big deal.
2: No big deal. Not hey, call it. Hey, it's genetics. It's not my fault, man.
0: Yeah. Keep the change, beds.
1: One one final question before we wrap it up. In in terms of the vaccinations, who which Bruin do you think? Is or got it last? Not based on eligibility or anything, but just on based on like laziness to like go on the website and find one who was just like procrastinating it. Well, the most. I mean,
0: I would have told you Jake the Brush very confidently, but the fact that he tested positive, he I'm sure he had no choice but to be like very aware of how to do it. So uh, that would have been any question revolving around being like an airhead and not trying to carve him but like trying to carve him like he's just like the classic junior hockey guy i, I love him. he's like 12 years old where i actually like <laughs> oh i didn't know uh i would confidently say jake the breath like doesn't even matter what the question is
2: i would confidently say uh david Pasternak. confident i was thinking as, david as, Pasternak as, as, as someone, had, as someone that has someone that's met he him is gonna in be person? No. He is it's going fine. to be a father, that, and that will wake him up. I was, I was a dumbass too until I was a father. I'm just telling you, as someone that has met David Pasternak, that guy is a ball of energy. I yeah, watched he him; he's like 10 literally, years old. he it's is amazing. in a hotel lobby by himself. Okay, this is this is picture this. I'm sitting in the bar, having myself a nice Caesar, you know, talking talking Caesar to some salad. relatives. And, <laughs> Caesar salad, no Caesar the drink. It's fantastic with some chicken. Man. So, anyways, I see this guy with this. I, I knew it was him based on the, the hat jumping up and down on the couches. Oh, you oh, you didn't
0: know other than the hat. The hat oh, gave no. It away. It no, I, it I, think I, I,
2: think, I think you need that to understand. Said, I am David Posternock, I'm on. not kidding. I'm trying to paint a picture here, Colin. Why don't you shut your mouth? So, you see this guy jumping from couch to couch. Like, literally, it looks like a 12-year-old 12 year old jumping couch to couch in yeah. a hotel lobby by himself. There are nobody else. Yeah, yeah. We've all been there. We've all and, been there. You got to figure then, out which one's softer. I pointed out to somebody and that person's like, ah, that's what he always does. He's just so full of energy. He's just energy. So, perfect. yeah, perfect. But, but judging by the pictures that you post on Twitter, I, you could almost say Nick Ritchie. Cause he's well, got that. Like, he's got that. Like look. just
0: telling, Nick Richie They're like, yeah, we got to just tell him. And he'd be like, okay. And you won't ask questions, and you know, he'll just go like,
3: like you got an Uber for
0: me? You got you got it all lined well, up. For ask, me. Well, you know how like they'll ask you like when you go to get the shot, they're like, "Have you ever blah blah blah?" Like they'll ask you whatever questions they have to ask you, and he's probably just like, uh, "I don't know." Uh,
2: <laughs> sure,
0: yep. I'm like what? I'm like
2: nope. no, no, no. He goes there with a piece of paper that just shows all the answers. Oh, he. De- de- you know what? He the, definitely He's was just girlfriend.
0: Like, he definitely read his girlfriend who's like what's smoke my show. Med-
2: smoke what is, show
0: what is my medical history and by like, jesus christ nick he's like here you go he's good just give him the fucking shot and he's like what is this what is this shot you're doing, I don't even know doing. <laughs> is this is a full
2: shot so i think we've come to the conclusion that jake Debrus nick ritchie and david Pasternak soon to be father out and i think we got to throw cliffy hawk in there based on your comments about his comments those are your four guys you're like oh and tread frederick he gets punched in the face i would have said
0: see i would i would have said cliffy but the pictures of him with his um, glasses on and like books his arm coming off the plane makes me think differently mm, good based
1: on based on uh political views kevin
0: miller sure sure i guess i don't know he's got a kid so maybe make that that's know. true I have no idea. Anyway.
2: Sure, we'll go with that. We'll go with Maybe, Maybe I'll edit that out. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who else, though. We're, we're not the two to go into that conversation.
0: Yeah. You know what? I bet McAvoy, too. McAvoy, I could see. Hey, got like, a, Yeah. You, dude, if you listen to him talk, I'm like, oh, man. Like,
2: <laughs> Marbles. Mar- Marbles in his mouth. Dude,
0: it's so good. <laughs> I fucking love these idiots. Like, I just love them. Like, I'm just... Like, Except, well, I don't actually, I actually hate them because I like the Wild, but like, you know, um, the Bruins are, I like 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 their pregame tunnel vibes. That's what I like about the Bruins. Other than that, I hate the hockey team other than Patrice Bergeron because he's a perfect human being. That's what I got for you.
1: I think it's about time to wrap it up. We usually try to keep Fridays to about uh 30 to 45 minutes, and we're here an we, hour and no, now 20 minutes later. Is
0: that um, more? Is that more than 30 minutes? 3-1 Montreal.
1: Yeah, 3-1, Montreal. 3-1 Montreal. 3-1 Montreal. First time I've ever rooted for Montreal in a series. I think seriously.
0: How weird um, is that, by the way?
1: It's so weird. I don't watch the games because like I can't. I just can't because I can't choose it like watch Montreal. In their in uniform, playing hockey, and root for them. But I can like check the score and be like, oh, that's positive.
2: The Leafs not closing this game out on home ice, regardless whether there's no fans in the stands. Yikes! Yikes!
0: And uh, I, I don't even. I figured that Montreal would win just because, just literally just because the uh, that team is so bad. And yeah, but favorite, I, I Toronto is gonna have a hard is, time
2: with Winnipeg. Hard time with Winnipeg. So,
0: I know we're just barely over 30 minutes, but like my favorite part is uh Bergevin flipping the entire roster, literally six times this season. Like he flipped it in the off season. Then the season started, he flipped it again. And then he acquired like 11,000 more players and sent everybody out. And then he fired Claude Julian. And uh, it turns out he was a better coach, by the way. Whoops. Uh, Ducharme's doing sick. Um, and that team stinks. Uh, yeah. They are really bad. And they, scratched their young good players for the first game, or two games. Kakanyemi comes back in and scores the first five minutes. Good call. Really, really A-plus stuff going on in Montreal. Fucking idiots. Alright.
1: To wrap it up, yeah. uh, both of you, shout-out not at the same time. You can choose who goes first. Shout-out where we can find you on Bruins and or Wild Twitter. Um... And what, what you do, you get, guys got podcasts, or your websites you're associated with? I don't know.
2: Uh, you can find me on the bird app at court alone, or you can find me on podcatchers at three dads in a console. And you can find me on Twitter at, at three dads in a console.
0: Um, you can find me at, uh, at XX wild super XX 69. Um, and then I, I have a podcast that will be coming out me and Nick Rich are going to get on there this summer when he's done playing hockey for a little bit and uh, I'll, I'll pass on the information of what it's called um, it won't be on Apple Podcasts uh, it'll be on something else um, probably just SoundCloud <laughs> um, <laughs> and maybe Facebook uh, but that's me and that's where you can find me and my friend Nick in our future podcast. Well,
1: what's next at?
0: Uh, rich boy with three eyes. Nice. He I, right. he hasn't he hasn't let me in. He hasn't let me follow him on anything yet, though. So you know, I but the the letter should be getting to his house soon.
1: Well that's episode fifty of season two of Bruise and Bruins. My foot's bleeding apparently I've just found out. <laughs> I'm gonna take Mine care of that. Too. I
0: stepped on glass. By the way, I didn't even mention that I stepped on glass five minutes before the podcast started, and it really hurts.
1: You play the injury. Playoff there hockey. Play off hockey.
0: The, Playoff podcasting. podcasting. Thanks for tuning in to Wild and Bruise. <laughs> <laughs> wild and What's a W? Drink? Wild and
1: I'm <laughs>